0: You're listening to another life transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. So, my message tonight is where are you headed? Where are you headed in 2022? Hallelujah. The Bible says, without a vision, the people perish. Okay? A vision is a powerful thing. That's why we need to write it down. That's why we have Vision Sunday in this church. Amen? The Bible says, write it down so that the one who sees it can run with it. You put it before you so your eyes are focused, single-minded. Amen? You can jot down Psalm 15.1. So we can run with that vision and keep it before our eyes and stay focused. Because there's so many distractions in this life that would have you going from the left, from the right. And next thing thing you know, you're off the path that God put you on. But God said to write it down. He told the prophet, write it down. He's telling the children of God today, write it down. Whatever God has put in your heart, write it down. It might not be for today or tomorrow, but it will surely come to pass. Thus saith the Lord. If you believe God spoke to you, write it down. We need to practice and learn and know the voice of God for ourselves, so we don't get messed around, jerked around, fooled around. People say, well, I hear voices. I hear voices all the time. Well, what voices are you hearing? They say, well, I hear voices. What voices are you hearing? There are three voices. Hello? There's your voice. There's God's voice. There's the devil's voice. Which one is talking to you? So how do you get to know the voice of God? By having fellowship with him. If you walked into a store and heard some people talking and say, oh, my mother's in this store. How do you know your mother's in it? Because you know your mother's voice. You've been listening to it all your life. Right. Your best girlfriend's in the store. She's, oh, Nancy's in here. How do you know? I hear her voice. And you go, looking for it. Oh, hi, Nancy. You know her voice. Do you know the voice of God? God. So somebody's talking to you and it's not God. Say, shut up. Got <laughs> to get you off the path. Because you have to know where you're headed. You have to know where you're going in 2022. Because we had a lot of bumps in 20 and 21. I'm done with that. I'm not looking back. You ever see anybody trying to drive a car look in the rear mirror? They're going to get tore up. We're going forward, folks. We're going someplace. So what have you declared in 2022? This should be a new season in your life. What should you be declaring? What should you be declaring? victory or defeat poverty or prosperity breakthrough or closed doors because a closed door listen a door gives access it also keeps people out so the bible says that my tongue is the pin of a ready rider the bible says your tongue is the pin of a ready rider what are you writing for your life what are you writing for your future First of all, I don't believe what you say makes any difference. Oh, put on a tape recorder. Where you are today is what you said yesterday, last week, last month, last year. You're right where your mouth brought you. God's not a man that he should lie. The Bible says if God says your tongue is the pen of a ready writer, you are writing your life. You are writing your future. So you better choose your words wisely. <laughs> Yeah, people said, oh, my God, my feet are killing me. They might be hurting you, but they're not killing you. I'm starving to death. You had four meals. You might be hungry, but you're not starving to death. Our language is all messed up. Oh, does it doesn't matter. Yes, you have the power to speak life and death. Take it seriously. God's not a man. He's a spirit. He doesn't joke or play games. And the spirit realm doesn't know about jokes. What you say, they make happen, whether they'll destroy you or bless you. So we gotta be careful. I've heard people say, well, you know what? I got in a car accident and I ended up in the hospital. I said, well, that was too bad. Oh no, 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 it was was all right. I said, really? Well, see, God wanted me to go to the hospital to witness to this lady in the next bed. I said, God put you in an accident to witness to the woman in the next bed? Why don't you just get out of your house, drive there and go witness to her? You mean God (laughs) tore you a car, banged up your leg to get you to witness to somebody? You must think Satan is God. The raps that we give God is pitiful. The things we accredit to God is sad. Absolutely sick. Especially when you say you save, Satan, to fight and fill with the Holy Ghost. God is not putting you in a car accident. We're talking about somebody else's ministry. We're talking about Satan's ministry. You didn't know he had a ministry, right? Satan's got a ministry. You didn't know that? He's got a three-fold ministry. To steal, kill, and destroy. That's his ministry. That's all he's got. You roll with him, that's all he's got. One way street and a dead end. Just just making it plain. So, you got to be careful what you're saying. Because the Bible doesn't lie. When I look at my hands, when I wake up in the morning, when I get into my prayer closet, I say, these hands are hands of power. These hands are hands of healing. These hands are hands of deliverance. These hands are hands of breakthrough. These hands are hands of thunder. These hands are hands of strength. Why do I say it? Because when I lay hands on people, I expect results. Talk to yourself. And please be careful what you're saying. I don't think I can do that. I don't see how that's going to happen. I don't understand that. Well, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You heard this one? You never never know what God's going to do. That's because you don't know him. He's going to do just what he said he's going to do. Yeah, right. Can you imagine if your wife or your husband said, I never know what my husband's going to do, then you, don't have, you have a bad relationship. Yeah. I hope he brings his paycheck home. You still with him? Yeah. Come on, folks. Come on. It's time. We, it's 22. We got to grow up. Yeah. We got to grow up and measure up to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah. God is looking for people who are growing up to maturity. Rise up with conviction, with stamina. and Say what you mean and mean what you say and go with it. Praise the living God. That's why you have to pray over yourself every day, anoint yourself, and then talk to yourself and tell the devil, not today on my watch. You better get lost. Don't even come here. Because you know the devil has a weakness. Satan has a weakness. Can I tell you what his weakness is? Resistance. The Bible said when you resist the devil, he will flee. Just be stubborn, bulldog. Resist him. Rebel against him. Don't listen to him. Turn your back on him. He's gone. I said he's gone. That's how you get rid of him. Listen, folks. (laughs) When God is for you, the Bible says, who can be against you? All right? If God is raising you up, if God is empowering you, and when God does empower you, no man can bring you down. When God empowers you, no man can bring you down. So where are you headed this year? The ball is in your court. You are the king, the priest over your life. Never let somebody else tell you who you are, where you're going in this life. Because that's your J-O-B. You are the prophet. You are the priest over your own life. I can't prophesy where you're going to life. That's the, the anointing God gave to you. You're never gonna be much. You come from the wrong side of the tracks. Your family never did nothing. You can't do it. You can't do it. And I say, (laughs) just laugh. Just watch me. Just watch me. Just laugh. If God's laughing, watch us laughing. Psalm 2 says, why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing and the kings of the earth set themselves against God and against his anointing Saying, let us break this bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. And what does the Bible say? God sits in the heavens and laughs. Wow. Wow. Why is he laughing? Because laughing is a weapon. Laughter is a weapon. I'm just going to give you all some pit, pit, pit tonight. Laughter is a weapon. I remember I, I was in East Africa building up a church there. By now they got like 1,500 people in that church. But there was no church in that town in the history of that nation, Kenya. And I told God, I said, Look, God, I'll go anywhere, anywhere you want me to go, but just don't send me to Savo. I'm not going. So, anyway, I went down to this place. They said, Can you come and open up a church for us, Pastor? Can you open up a church in our, in our, in our area? I said, What's the name of the place? Oh, it's, uh, they said, This, this place is um, Voy. I said, Voy. Oh, it's not Savo. I said, Okay. All right. Good, good, good. So, we went on. We got my team rolled on down there. We were out one day on our break, out in the jungles, feeding the monkeys, sitting out eating sandwiches. And my daughter's ex-husband said to me, he said, what does it mean, Quacha? Welcome to the land of the man-eaters. So my daughter said, you always stirring up trouble. You don't see no sign like that. He looks up and said, yeah, it does. It says, welcome to Savo. He said, which Savo is this? I said, what'd you say? I never got back in that van so fast in my life. And that place is still infested with lions to this day. After we got back to a hotel, they told us the week before we got there, a man was walking down that same road at dusk, and the lions came out and got him, and never found his body. <laughs> but don't ever tell God where well, you're not going because he's got a sense of humor. Because he didn't tell me that boy was inside a Savo. So I've been there and done that. But while I was out there preaching, this witch doctor rose up on me. I'm inside getting ready to preach. He said, woman of God, you got to come here. And I said, what for? No, you got to. I said, I'm getting ready to get in the pulpit. No, you got to come here. I said, praise the Lord. I'll be right with you. People all sitting there like, what's wrong with this preacher? I'm outside. Here's this witch doctor standing with a grass skirt on. He's barefooted. His legs are all gray. He sleeps in the graveyard on top of dead bodies, on top of graves. His hair's all matted. He's got human bones around his neck. He's got his staff, and he's kicking up dust it up dust. Well, at that time, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't find out two years later. But I knew it was a, like a challenge. I thought, this joke is challenging me. So what the Holy Ghost said, just turn your back on him and go back in the church and laugh at him. I said, <laughs> 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 we're back in the church. That devil was so mad at me, he came after me in my sleep. All night long, I was cutting off people's heads, legs, arms. I said, what kind of night is this? So when I woke up the next morning, the woman who asked me to come there and open up this church said, how did you sleep, woman of God? Every culture in Africa will always ask you, how did you sleep or how did you wake up? So I said, I don't know. I had the craziest night. I've been killing people all night, cutting off heads and arms. Oh, that was that witch doctor that came against you in your sleep. She said, you even defeated him in your sleep. My, you are a powerful woman of God. I said, I am. She said, I guess I'll come and have breakfast then. I had no clue. Laughter is a weapon. God is sitting in heaven and laughing at the heathen. When that devil rolls up on you, laugh at him. He'll be half crazy. Just giving you some tidbits here. Giving you some some nuggets. How to deal with the principalities of darkness, okay? So you are the priest over your own life. So you have to know where you're going. And you have to be an adult. Now this is my definition of an adult. My definition of an adult is someone who makes decisions and faces the consequences. That's an adult who makes decisions and faces the consequences. Because this is a blame-shifting society we live in. Not my fault that she had it coming. Well, that's just too bad. Well, he didn't have no sense. It's never their fault. An adult makes decisions and has enough guts to stand behind what you said, whether whether good or bad. Stand up to that. Stand up to your decisions. Stand up to what you're saying. Because we got too many people that refuse to grow up. we got grown people, 40 and 50 years old. Hope I'm not stepping on your toes. 40 and 50 years old still living home, acting like children. 40 and 50 years old still living with mom and dad, being told what to do. That is not the will of God for your life. God's got greater works for you to do. Step out the boat. He'll be there with you. If he let Peter walk on the water and caught him, he'll catch you too. Hallelujah. So, what do we want to do? We want to stand up for what's right. And when we stand up for what's right, all heaven will back you up. When you stand up for what's right, all heaven's got you. They got your back. The angels of God are on guard. Now, on the other hand, when you're double-minded, wishy-washy, don't know where you're going, and don't know what you're going to do when you get there, all hell is showing up. Because the, where there's confusion, there's every evil work. The devil is the author of confusion. And people don't know, well, I don't know what I am. I don't know my identity. I don't know. My identity. I, I don't know if a man or a woman. I don't know if a horse or a dog. I don't know if I'm a chicken. They got all these identities. The world is going nuts, but I'm not getting, joining the party. It's all right if you want to believe that nonsense, but don't ask me to join the party. I'm not. You don't know what you are? I can tell you. Give me two seconds. Take it to the bathroom. You got one or, one or the other. It settles it. What do you think in your head is your problem, but what you are is what you are time for the church to stand up and stop joining this madness Now, what there's this 69 or 74 there might be 100 by now are different sex orientations it's all nuts we're all going nuts i'm not joining the parade i'm not joining the party you know why folks because god has got a plan and purpose for your life this is january 2022 Believe God for the impossible. Reach for the stars. There are no limits in God. We used to say in the world, the, s- the stars are the limit or the sky is the limit. But that's a lie because there are no limits in God. His resources are unlimited, unnumerable. We cannot count them. So you roll with God you have no limits. No limits. Praise God. But I want to do tell you this. You want to live a supernatural life, you can live with supernatural speed. People say, well, how do you, what's the supernatural speed you always talk about, Pastor Quartier? How What's supernatural speed? That's, is that That's in the Bible? Everything I preach is in the Bible. Who cares what I think or what I have to say? I can't back it up with the book. Don't shut, sit down and shut up. Yeah. What is supernatural speed? Yeah. Elijah outran the horse of the chariot. It's called supernatural speed. So if you want to move your life forward with promotion, prosperity, divine health, illumination, You ask for speed and acceleration and restoration. Now, Pastor Quarcha, what is restoration? Well, God told Job, I'll restore. I'll restore to you. God restored everything that Job lost. He can restore your life. All the bad mistakes, all the screw-ups, all the mess-up you made, don't throw in the towel. God can restore all of it. Just give him a chance to work on your life. Don't quit. Stand up. Stand tall. Because God is on your side. So don't waste your life. I want to tell you tonight that there are four stages to a man's life. Write them down. There are four stages to a man's life. Stage one is called the morning stage. That's age zero to 25. That's what we call the learning stage. Discovering salvation. You educate yourself. You illuminate your mind. You should be supporting a family and starting to fulfill your destiny at that age, at that stage. That's stage one. Stage two. It's called the afternoon stage. Your age range is 26 to 50. It's when the sun shines the brightest. At this stage, you have strength. You're able to travel around the world. You are an adult, not still living with your parents. You're not living at home, you're on your own. This is not the will of God for your life. So you're standing up. You're in the strength. At the afternoon stage, the sun shines the brightest. Make every effort to make a use of that stage of your life. Stage three is called the evening stage. Age 51 to 75. It's called the stage of legacy and consolation. You should have spent your life building institutions, mentoring other people, the younger generation. See, young people have a lot of time, but they don't have a lot of wisdom. That's why they need us. That's why they need us. And then you got the fourth stage in life. It's called the night stage. Age 76 until you leave this life. You should have given the world your best. Give it your best shot. Every time you fall down, get back up and start all over again. Never give up, never throw in the towel. Have supernatural strength. God supports you when you stand for what's right. When you see, he sees you trying over and over again, or oh, heaven will back you up. I don't know what stage of life you're in tonight. Stage one, the morning stage? Stage two, the afternoon stage? Stage three, the evening stage? Or stage four, the night stage? Make the best of your life. Make every effort, make every day count as if it's your last day on the planet. Stand up and say, I'm gonna leave my mark on this world. Somebody's gonna know I've been here. I'm gonna leave a legacy. I'm gonna leave a declaration. Somebody's gonna know that Quatch has been here because I'm gonna fulfill my destiny. That should be your testimony tonight. That should be your goal tonight. That should be your vision tonight. If you don't remember anything I said, Go for it. All heaven is on your side. Shout and go for it. Run this race. Run this race. Run this race with patience in the name of Jesus Christ. Because God loves you with a perfect love. I said God loves you with a perfect love. Spread that love around wherever you go. Let people see the love of God in you. Let people see who you are. Let people see you have integrity. Don't be one of these Christians that give God a bad name. When I was on the East Coast, we had this one pastor who used to go into the bank, and the bank tellers used to hate to see this man coming. You people are all idiots. Did they hire anybody in this branch to know what they're doing? He'd insult them, put them down, tell them they were stupid. They didn't know their job. I'm Pastor and so he'd say, and I'm the pastor of such such a church, and he'd go on and on, and he'd leave. And one day I came in behind them and they was all looking beat down. I said, Hi girls, how everybody, how's everybody doing? They said, Oh my God, it's you. When you come in, it's like sunshine every time you come. So every time you come in, the atmosphere shifts and changes. You bring joy and peace. And sister, everything feels good when you come in here. Oh, I can't wait to see you come in the bank. They said, the other pastor that was in here, he's not so nice to us. A, a bad testimony, folks. A bad testimony. You can even say good morning to a dog if he's standing and looking at you. Good morning, little guy. How you doing, pup? <laughs> Just learn to practice being loving. Why? Because God is love. Yeah. And so if you want to show people that you have the love of God, how do they even know you're saved? You got a big cross around your neck. You're walking down the street carrying with a Bible that weighs 10 pounds. Hallelujah. Your glory to God. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Is that the only way they know you say? saved? That's bad. Sow a smile and reap a smile. Sow a good morning and reap a good morning. Sow clothes and reap clothes. You need some groceries, give away your groceries and get groceries. Need some clothes, sow clothes and get clothes. You need money and yours is not enough to pay your bills, get rid of it. Sow it. Sow it. You'll reap a harvest. Why do you think the master was angry with that man that buried his talent? Angry because he buried his talent. Listen, you bury your seed. You don't bury your talent. Your talents, what puts you over in life. The, the attributes the power, the strength God gave you. What he wired you with. That's your, your ability to get over in life. You don't bury that. You bury your money. You put your money in the ground. You bu- put your so- seed in the soil. Not your talent. Yeah. Come on. We got to rise up. Awaken it's time for us to rise up. God said this is our season for rising up. There's people tonight that said I want to go to the next level but don't know how. Read your word and study it. The Bible says study to show yourself a prudent to God. A workman that need not to be ashamed rightly divide the word of truth. You get some of the saints, they know every latest song. They've been to every latest movie. They know who the artist is, when the song came out. And when the pastor preaches the scripture, oh, that's in the Bible. Oh, that's so exciting. I didn't know that was in the Bible. Wow. Duh. You reap what you sow. So sow into the word of God. So you could have supernatural benefits. There's things in this book that the TV can't give you. Money can't buy. If you're a billionaire and they give you six weeks to live, I don't call that prosperity. Hello? Billionaire with six weeks to live, you call that prosperity? You need somebody that can heal. Need a healer to come along and just lay hands and curse that, say, I command you to die, dry up from the roots, leave this body. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Prosperity. Deliverance, come out, shut up, go to dry places. That's, he, that's prosperity. That's what God's got for the believer. He told us, he commissioned us, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. That was a third of his ministry. I don't say you go around looking for under every bush. Oh, this guy's got a demon. Oh, that's insanity. He can grow up. But when you meet the challenge, you have to meet it. Amen. I Every human being should know how to cast out a devil. Hello? I've casted my little children. Little kids who've done some horrible stuff. One person I went to minister to had to lock her kitchen. She she tried to lock the kitchen. She had to have a lock and in her kitchen. I said, why? My two-year-old goes at night and comes up with witching eyes and comes in my bedroom and she says, she wants to slit my throat. What normal two-year-old wants to slit their mother's throat? You can't discipline a demon, honey. You can't medicate a demon, honey. You got to cast that joker out. Your time is up, go. Your time is up, get out. That's why we got to rise up in power and authority. That's why I teach all my students in the Spiritual School of Warfare how to live like Jesus lived, how to walk in dominion and power and authority, because that's what the church is. We are a church fresh, real, and powerful. That's Awakened Church, that's our legacy. That's us. We're gonna rise up and we're gonna take this city we're going to take this city. We're going to storm the gates and cause the prison walls to fall down. So as I wrap up this message tonight, message tonight, I want you to know, you are all called. You are all called. Every believer is called. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen because he knew everybody wasn't going to take up the torch. He knew everybody wasn't going to go for it. He said, well, you know, my personality is not like yours, Pastor Quacha. I'm a little on the timid side. I'm a little on the weak side. You never met a more weaker woman in your life than me before I got saved. I was scared of my own shadow. Couldn't go around the corner by myself. I sit around and watch all these horror movies and I had three brothers and a cousin. I was the only girl in the house but my side was my mother the grandmother. I said, listen, I gotta go to the bathroom. Can y'all come with me? They said, to the bathroom? We're not going to the bathroom. I said, Oh, just wait outside and crack the door. And I'd sit in there and I said, are you still out there? I say, Steve, you still out there? Steve, yeah, I'm here. Steve, You did you go? No, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. If God can take me from that to this, what about you? What are you waiting for? God is calling you tonight to stand up and walk tall. He doesn't make junk. It's already in there. If you have received Jesus Christ, the power of God is in there. Tap into it. Tap into it. When you need to call on God, watch him show up. Call on your angels, watch him show up. He says, I've given my angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They will show up. Everywhere I go, I go up my angels. Yeah, I heard a man of God once told me, he knew the name of his angels. I said, I, got this. I must have the same angels. He said, he said, the Bible says in Psalm 23, truth and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. He said, come on, truth, come on, mercy. So I said, hey, come on, truth, come on, mercy. Let's go, we got things to do. Come on. One on one side, one on the other. We're moving out for God. That's what God is calling you to do tonight. So by the power of the Holy Ghost, uh, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ uh, that the anointing of God, that same spirit that rested on Jesus Christ, that same spirit uh, that rose Christ from the dead, will rest on you today and quicken your mortal bodies uh, and let you rise up and be the army of God, the people of God that God called you to be. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Father, I bless you tonight. I pray for your anointing to rest in this place. Lord, I pray that you would challenge would under the sound of my voice to go to the next level. Let them strengthen up their cords and gird up their lawns and run for Jesus. Let them run this race with patience. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awaken Church, go to awakenchurch.com.